1: Well, hello there, dear viewer. No, that's not right. What, what do I usually say? I've forgotten. Join us here today. Will you join us here today. You join us here today to... No, I say something else
2: before that. Well, hello well, there. Well, hello and... Well, hello Well, hello and... Well, hello well, there. hello well, hello and you join us here today. This
1: is what happens when we do it last thing on the last hour of the last day, aren't we? Well, hello there and you join us here today to do a little bit of warning. Because we are going to talk about the worst watch brands in the world. Tom, would you say you're a particularly savvy
2: buyer? I've got street smarts, and uh, only the best will do when it comes to my watch buying needs.
1: Well, Tom, I've been thinking about the best watch brands in the world because I like their watches, but also there are the worst watch brands in the world, and I thought today we could pull together a list of 10 so our dear viewer and listeners could uh, make sure to
2: avoid them. Are you up for that? Yes. Well,
1: why don't you start?
2: All right, then. Check this out. So... This is a defunct watch brand that I kind of liked originally because they had a Donkey Kong watch. Then they thought it would be a good idea to make a watch from gathered materials from a mass grave. Oh, dear. I'm talking about Romaine Jerome. Now, RJ watches design and produce recognisable, ambitious and culturally relevant luxury Swiss watches. Now, there's nothing more culturally relevant than the Titanic, <laughs> is there? And they they uh, they made a watch with Titanic DNA, Um so Remain Jerome brought history-making material to the wrist with its watches using steel from the Titanic.
1: The use of the term DNA also makes me think they might have brought a few other bits and pieces up from the people who were, who had remained behind in the Titanic. Oh, good one. Thanks.
2: Yeah, it, it's a funny one. It's a bit of an odd choice, isn't it? You know, James Cameron can go down there and have a little poke around, but if he was to bring stuff up and then like repurpose it into a watch and flog it, It'd probably be put on blast
1: well they won't be bothering anyone anymore will they but the brick watch company will be now i have no problem with people making watches and selling them making a little bit of profit obviously you've got to keep the lights on but the gentleman who put together the brick watch company who has made watches out of parts that are available very very cheaply has marketed this thing for two thousand dollars It's a watch that at best is worth a couple of hundred quid. That in itself still isn't that bad. But the the, the fellow has gone on record as saying that he doesn't even know watches. This watch isn't for watch people. Which tells me that he thinks it's for people who don't know any better. He's also gone on record as stating that the information that he has written about his watches is all wrong because he just pinched it from another watch brand anyway. You know, you know uh, you know the expression "red flag." This is a red flag poking out a volcano on top of a nuclear warhead.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, you say that, but I wasn't listening at the beginning, so I'm not sure what watch brand you're talking about. It could be any number of them, to be fair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this one did it biggest, best, and most recent. I would say. If you have something bad to say, I want to cut your eyeball out, and feed it to a wolf. Brick watch. Be a brick watch man. Carrot came out.
2: I've got one for you. Go on. And I'm only going to say it because I think people are expecting it. And I 100% do not believe that this is one of the worst watch brands ever. I think people only think it is because they just can't handle it. i <laughs> are talking about Invicta watches. Okay. Often, you know, most popular watch sizes, we like we like 38, mm-hmm. we like 41. Mm-hmm. But the very best of us, like the Geiger Chad size, uh, which is what most Invixa watches come in, if you can't pull that off, then yeah, you're going to think this is one of the worst watch brands ever around.
1: So if I understand what you're saying, for the common man... The Invicta brand is the worst, because it brings out the worst in you. It shows you up as a person. Your failures as a human being, in fact.
2: I don't know.
1: Speaking of don't know, here's a watch brand that doesn't know what it's doing. Yeah. Daniel Wellington.
2: Now... Daniel Beddingfield! Wait, no, what did you say? Beddingfield?
1: No, Wellington. Daniel Wellington! If I were to purchase a watch from AliExpress, Tom, for $20... Yeah and knowingly try to sell it to you for $200, how would you feel about that?
2: I would politely decline. Unless you had a really cool story about meeting uh, some fancy gentleman (laughs) up a mountain or something. Who was was carrying a duck. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) This is what Daniel Wellington is trying to do. It's not a 10 times markup on the manufacturer. It's 10 times markup on the retail value of the products it makes and it does so with complete disdain not really not really my kind of thing tom so that's why i'm putting daniel wellington on this list
2: yeah it's it's taking up valuable mind share that seiko could be occupying so that's that's the only problem i have with it
1: yeah i once uh had an experience like this where i found out the thing that i'd purchased was just no good right and It hurt at the time,
2: but I'm a better person for it. Cool. What did you buy that was Pony then? Oh, so much stuff. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we haven't got time. (laughs) Coming off the back of Daniel Wellington, I've got one for you. Vincero. Oh, yeah. In the similar sort of vein, but this time with annoying ads. I was harassed by this ad of of Vincero's where this guy, this POV of this guy, cracked open the hood, as he called it. opened a box (laughs) and... um, (laughs) Saw a a mediocre-looking watch inside and said, Mmm, she looks good. Oh, dear. And um, immediately put me off the brand. Uh, They might be fine, but that ad sucked. Tom, maybe I can win you back over with the idea of taking
1: real Italian marble, you know, like you might have wanted in your kitchen 20 years ago, and put that in the back of the watch to cover the fact that what's inside of it is
2: absolute trash. Does that... Oh, well... Is that winning you over more? Actually, yeah, that sounds all right. Okay, two please. Excellent Italian marble is, uh, is good.
1: Tom, now this next one. I had a bit of trouble with this one, but I've put it in here anyway. Because back in the day, Frank Muller made the most complicated watch in the world. And you might be thinking, well, why does that make it the worst watch brand ever? Well, because on the side, it also made very, very... Low spec watches. People didn't really understand why. Even then, though, they still made the world's most complicated watch, so you might be wondering well, why are you wailing on Frank Miller? Yeah, come off it. Well, they seem to have stopped altogether. Oh. It's all just where have they gone? What have they done since then? It's like they made that watch, I got a one way plane ticket to nowhere, and haven't been back since.
2: So you think Frank Miller is the worst watch brand ever because wasted potential? Exactly. Yeah, it's like that really smart
1: kid in school that was great at sports and aced all the maths tests. And they went and just started a watch podcast.
2: My ears are burning. Next. It's these headphones. I'm going to let Frank Muller off of that. Maybe they're cooking something up. I've got one for you. Actually, this is an opportunity to write a previous wrong of yours. What? I mean, there's a lot of those that need to be done, but this is a unique opportunity to do do one now.
1: Is it this one is at least related to the topic of watches?
2: So when we were talking about the best watches you can buy for under $100. Yeah. You recommended a, a bunch of shoddy brands that were just tantamount to fakes, but with different names on, like Alpha and San Marino or something. I can't remember what they were. Heinous suggestion from you. <sighs> It's really hard to find watch brands for under $100. And you, you, you call me a cheater. So yeah, Alpha Watches, uh, that's a netty no-no from me. Don't buy very, very strong homages uh, with a different name on the dial. Um, please, come on. Yeah, but Tom, a
1: lot of those watches are in homage to the next brand in this list. Now, this okay. is going to be a contentious one. Sure. This is... All right. Some may consider the best watch brand in the world. It begins with an R. It ends with Olex. And I think it's one of the worst watch brands in the world. They say they invented the world's first waterproof watch. They did not. They say they invented the perpetually winding rotor weight. They did not. They say they invented the first self-changing date display. They did not. They say they were the first on Everest. They were not so on and so
2: forth <clears throat> so that right so you so you're calling out Rolex because they made a bunch of claims in the past about things that they didn't invent I think a bigger fish to fry if you want to complain about Rolex isn't there like how you can't get them how they're waiting listed years long how they're really expensive
1: okay I mean may, maybe maybe the real reason that I think they're the worst is because I want one and I can't get one
2: oh, okay cool yeah so it's a bit like the Invicta thing like you're not chadly enough to pull it off, um, you, you, you can't get hold of one. So it's just sour grapes. Is that what this is all about? Sour grapes?
1: I think so, yeah. I'm not I'm not man enough to wear an Invicta. No. I'm not rich enough to buy a Rolex. And I'm taking no. it out on you, Tom.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, by making me have this conversation with you. I've got one for you. Go on. Do you remember back in the day, we talk about Argos watches quite a lot. yeah. You might have had one of those plastic moulded watches of a character, and then inside would be this crappy LCD display of the time. Oh, and it had two buttons, and they didn't
1: really seem to help with anything.
2: Or the only button it had was one that you needed like a pin to press in the back, and then that would make it all just flash zero. <laughs> yeah. It was so crap. Even as a kid, in desperate need of any kind of amusement, <laughs> you'd get that and think hmm this doesn't seem officially licensed um
1: yeah those were so disappointing the screen because this was before smartphones and the idea of having a computer and a screen was so cool but it was so it was i was gonna say it was all bezel and no screen but it was just a sea of red plastic with this
2: tiny little island of lcd in the middle that you could barely read so that's the worst watch brand ever Whatever whatever that is. Well, do you know what, Tom? Does this name ring a bell?
1: Nelsonic?
2: Hmm, no. Is that things relating to Nelson? The the, the period of Nelson. <laughs> He's gone full Nelsonic! Um, back in the day when
1: we were kids, when those little plastic watches with the tiny displays existed, there was one watch that bucked the trend the Nelsonic Mario Watch. Now, this wasn't a £20,000 tourbillon with a bullet bill whizzing around it. This was a (laughs) real-life computer game on your wrist. Now, I couldn't afford a Game Boy. Yeah, I desperately wanted one, but I could not afford one. And when I realised that for £30, you could get a Mario Watch with the game in it, I was like, oh my days. Now, This was no fully functioning computer game at all. This was basically a slightly larger version of the thing you were describing, but instead of numbers, there were just characters in certain places. And if you press left, your character would jump from one bit to another or from the top to the bottom, and then the enemy would fire a ball at you, but it would fire, and it went two stages. It was just a complete hoax, a complete nonsense.
2: Like those little tiger games. Yeah, like a crappy tiger game on a a strap, basically, Yeah. yeah.
1: That was such a disappointment.
2: Yeah. But
1: number 10, Tom, of our top 10 worst watches in the world ever yeah, is Hublot. No, not really. (laughs) Give it a rest. No, do you know what? I put Hublot there because that's what Nico wants. But I think Nico's wrong. I quite like Hublot. Not all of them. Yeah. But some of them. You're not going to get the best value for money, but this is luxury watches. Come on. On. No one's getting value for money. <laughs> Get an Apple Watch. Use your phone. I think they make some cool stuff.
2: Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. Gareth Southgate looks good in one, So, but he looks good anyway, doesn't he? <laughs> his little Marks and Spencer's blue suits, his Hublot watch on.
1: I don't know any other watch brand that you can buy a watch that comes with a little drill to wind it with.
2: That's fun. Yeah.
1: That is fu- fun. I'm all about fun. If you ask any of my friends... To describe me, they say he's fun. I'm all about it. Fun is fun. Hublot is fun. And I wanted to put that at the end of this. For all of the people expecting to hear Hublot, and for us to say it's the worst watch brand in the world, to hear it's not. There's way worse. There's way, way worse. As long as you know what you're buying into, it's fine.
2: Yeah, they're all fine. Get whatever you want. (laughs) Who
1: cares? So there you go, dear viewer and listener. Top 10 worst watch brands in the world. You decide, because after all, it's your money and you can buy whatever watch you like. Thank you so much for listening. Please do like and subscribe and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.
2: Bye-bye.
0: The